Hey, happy Thursday or whatever day this is that you are choosing to tune in and join me uh, for this I Choose Daily devotional. For the next 10 or so minutes, I really hope I can help you, strengthen you, say something that would encourage you because we're all in this together. Thanks so much for your comments and actually hi to the kids that are watching. Um, I'm going to mention some of your names at the end and give you a shout out because you're doing this as your RE homeschool lesson. Good on you. All right, well, today I really feel that the subject that I've landed on and felt led to, it might not be popular, but I think it's very necessary because I want to talk to us today about change. You might say, Charlotte, I can't do any more change. I have had everything change. I've had my job change. I've had my work pattern change. I've had my kids' schooling change. I've had my relational church life change. Yes, you have, but I want to remind you, you didn't choose that change. There's a big difference between the changes that we choose and the changes that choose us. The change that we're all currently dealing with right now is change that is external to us. And we're having to respond to an external change to our life and to the way that we carry on our lives. But actually, it would be really sad if the only change that happened in this season was external, when this is a huge given opportunity to us to make some changes that are internal. And that's what I want to focus on for the next few moments. I want to ask you in this season where there's a lot of change happening around you, what is the change that you are choosing within you? You know, um, several years ago, I joined a gym. It didn't last very long, I have to tell you. I'm not really a gym girl. All those leotards and people in front of mirrors, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> and so I like to work out on my own, in my home, in private. Um, but for a little season that I was at the gym, I became very familiar with a room that the gym had, the changing room. I realized that when I arrived at the gym from work, I would have to go into the changing room because what I was wearing in that moment was not going to serve me for the future moment that I had signed up for. I wasn't going to be able to do the workout in the clothing that I had worn to work. It was inappropriate for the machinery that I needed to go and step onto at the gym. And so I had to enter a changing room. And in the changing room, I had to take off the clothing that had worked so far for the day and change into the clothing that was going to work for the next part of the day. That changing room was a gift to me for me to be able to go into an enclosed space and take off what didn't matter for the next season and put on what did. I want you to see this season that we are in as God giving us all a changing cubicle. You know, the changing room can be something that is an exposing place. You're going to have to expose areas of yourself in order to change and put new coverings on yourself. And um, one of the things that I hate about the gym was that communal change area. I was like, no, I want the cubicle because the communal change area was where everybody would just strip off. And if I had my children with me, I was like, maybe they don't need to be seeing all of that stuff right now. And so I would be the one that would be opting for the changing cubicle. But sometimes I didn't have the privilege of that. I just had to get changed and go on about my day. And how kind is it of God that actually we have right now not to feel that we have to change in front of everybody, 
but we actually get to be making some changes in a place where we are comfortable with the people we do life with. Our family are here to support us and we actually get to change in this season without feeling exposed unnecessarily, but having the gift and the beauty and time to actually address some things that maybe need to be addressed. So my challenge to you is what needs to change? You know, the Bible is full of stories of those that actually didn't choose the external changes in their life, but they actually came to a period of confinement, literally confinement, and they got to choose the internal change in their life. Let's think about people like Joseph. Joseph didn't choose to be betrayed by his brothers. He didn't choose to be thrown in a pit. He didn't choose the change of his life going from free to slave. He didn't choose the change of being falsely accused by Potiphar's wife. He didn't choose the change of being placed in a prison cell. And yet, when he was in the place of the prison cell, when he was in a place that was confined, he created a cubicle for change. And the Bible tells us that in that space, though the external changes were not his choice, he worked on the internal change that he could make. And it says of Joseph that in that prison, in Genesis 39, we read that while Joseph was in prison, the Lord was with him. And while you are in your confined space, the Lord is with you. And he showed him kindness and he granted him favor. And Joseph, in a period where everything had been changed without his permission, he now took the permission of the cubicle of the cell he was in and began to change his attitude, change his behavior. He had to change from being bitter about what had been done to him to actually becoming someone that blossomed in that season. And it was in that period of being closed off from the rest of the world, being in confinement, being in a season where he actually got to choose some changes that he chose to be a faithful steward in the prison cell. In fact, it says that the warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and he had success in whatever he did. Joseph in that prison changed internally. And in that season, the changes he made were getting him ready for the exit strategy God had already planned for him. See, Joseph went in there as someone falsely accused and someone betrayed, and he went in there as a slave. But when Joseph exited that time of confinement, he exited with strategy, he exited with wisdom, and he exited into the office of prime minister. If Joseph in a season where he felt betrayed and wrongly judged can choose to change his mind, his heart, his attitude, his confession, then so can we. And so in our season of containment and confinement, what are the changes we are going to choose? Let's think about Esther. Esther didn't choose the change in her life that made her an orphan. She didn't choose the change in her life that placed her in a harem with all of these other young women. But there came a moment when she realized that there was a choice that she did get to make, a change she did get to make. As her uncle Mordecai said, Esther, you have a position right now where you get to make a change. You get to change not just 
for yourself, but all of our sakes. And the Bible records in the book of Esther 5 that when she realized I get to now choose this change, that she changed what she was wearing. She took off what all the other women were wearing in the harem and she put on her robe and she changed the way that she even looked and the way that she carried herself. And she walked into the king, which she was not supposed to do, with the words, you know what, maybe, Maybe right now I was born for such a time as this. Something within Esther changed. An authority changed. A, an assignment changed. And from that moment, her change led to everybody else's change. What about David? David, when he was in a season with his own consequences of his sin that were making his life in that moment be a period of mourning and grieving because their son that was born from his relationship with Bathsheba was, uh, was uh, lost to them and they were mourning and grieving the death of that child. But the Bible tells us in 2 Samuel 12 that though all of those changes had happened around him, the changes had happened in losing the child, he couldn't stop that from happening. It says in 2 Samuel 12, this is what David said, while the child was alive and maybe a change could have happened, I fasted and I wept. Maybe God would have had mercy on me. But now that the child has died, I can't change that. So this is what he says, but I can go to him. I can get up. And it says that David then decided to make a change. He got up from the floor. He washed his face. He combed his hair. He put on a fresh change of clothes. And then he went into the sanctuary and he worshipped. David said, I can't change the loss, but now I choose to change my confession my clothing, my expression, and I choose to change my posture from one of mourning to one of worship. What is the change that you can choose to make right now? I think some of us have put off some changes for a long time. We've said, you know what? It doesn't really need to happen right now. I'd feel exposed if I went through that change right now but you have those excuses removed from you in this season and you actually now get to choose to change. Maybe you need to change in an attitude area. Maybe you need to change in an area of your confession. Maybe you need to change in an area where you have been offended for too long. Maybe you need to change just in some actual disciplines of your life that you know that you've been putting off. And there's a season right now where you might not have chosen to be in this season, but you are. You might not have chosen the change of isolation, but here we find ourselves. So now the power is in your hands to choose to change. And so I'm asking you today to make maybe a list of some things you want to change about you. Ask you a list of maybe some things in your own marriage or in your family that you're like, hey, I want to change that about we do how we do family. I want to change that about how we kind of uh, speak to one another or the way that we kind of handle our time together in this season. You get to choose 
those changes. And the amazing thing is God is with you. He is for you. He is going to help you just like Joseph. He was with him in those changes. His favor and his kindness was towards him. You are not in this alone. God and the Holy Spirit is going to help you make these changes in your life if you'll choose to change. So, you now have your changing room <clears throat> and you also know that you're going to have to exit it in a season not too far from now. So what do you want to take off and what do you want to put on so that when this is all over, you're going to step back into your life and people will say something is different about you and you're going to say, yes, I chose to change. Can't wait for the testimonies that are going to happen because of our choice to change. All right. Well, hope that's blessed you. Finally, I promise to shout out to some of the kids. Hey, kids, I want to say to you, what are you choosing to change? Maybe you could choose to change the way you speak to your parents. Yep. Maybe you could choose to change your attitude to your schoolwork. Maybe you could choose to change the way that you look after your bedroom. I don't know what it is, but I think this applies to all of us. So why don't we all cheer one another on as we choose to make some changes? So shout out, can't do them all, but here's a few. Shout out to Joaquin in Dallas, to Addison, Lily, and Gianna. Shout out to Azelia. Shout out to Zenya. Shout out to Zoe. Shout out to Clara, to Crosby, to Rory, to Ellie. Shout out to Grace. Hey, and a shout out to Ava and Isla, my nieces that I know are watching this at the other side of the world. Have a great day choosing to change. Love you and see you again tomorrow. Bye.